This is Katie, co-host of Coffee with Keeping Katie. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media. This is Dr. Mariah White, host of Your Life Matters, here on Public House Media. Thanks for listening to the following broadcast on Public House Media. Once you are done with this episode, I hope you'll come check out my show, Your Life Matters, where we talk about dreaming big and dreaming bold to reach your wildest dreams in both your health and your happiness. A new show comes out every single Tuesday. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes so you'll never miss an episode of Your Life Matters. Thanks again for checking out the following broadcast on Public House Media. I am your host, Jenna Burt. I am a military spouse of almost 10 years, a health and fitness enthusiast, a dental assistant, and a mom to the most amazing, beautiful little girl. And I am so excited that you guys are here with me today. If you are a new listener, welcome. If you are one of my avid listeners that listens every other week when my episode airs, thank you guys for coming back and continuing to listen. Um, today's podcast though is going to be a little bit different than what I normally do. And in my podcast, I try to be very PG and respectful of where you might be listening to this podcast at. So I try to take into consideration that maybe you're in the car and you have your kid with you, or maybe your parents are around and you're listening to it while you're cleaning the house and they, maybe they, don't particularly like cursing. And I also try to be professional. Sorry about my dogs. (laughs) Hey, but that's life. And this is kind of what this podcast is about. Um, So I try to be um, professional because I am representing a company that is near and dear to my heart that I love very, very much. And their reputation is just as meaningful as mine is. So with that being said, please know that this podcast may not be PG like my other ones are. I will try my best to keep it as PG as possible, but please know going into this that it may not be that way. So why am I saying this? Why are, why is this so different than what I normally do? Well, first of all, for those of you guys who don't know me, I want to tell you guys that I am a very type A person. I am OCD. Generally, I have written down some bullet points about things that I want to make sure I talk about in my podcast to try to kind of keep me on track. Um, And I have not done any of that. I literally got off work today, was brainstorming in my car on the way home. This is so near and dear to my heart that I was like, you know what? I need to do this. I need to record this episode and I need to record it right now. So, With that being said, um, another reason that it's very different is because I'm talking about emotions. Um, We're all human beings. We all have emotions. And military spouses are obviously no exception to that rule. Everybody that's human, everybody that's living and breathing has emotions. And everybody that has emotions has ups and downs in life, right? You don't go through life at a steady pace always happy, either always sad. Life has ups and downs and military spouses are no different. And to be honest, sometimes I feel like military spouses have 
a little bit more emotions than maybe other people would, I guess is a good, good way to put it. And I'm a very high strung human being to begin with. (laughs) I have a lot of emotions to begin with. So I'm not surprised that this is on my heart. Um, and the reason that I want to talk about it is because we as military spouses experience so many different emotions. And I feel like a lot of times it's honestly not talked about and it's not talked about because we don't want to be viewed as weak or as, oh my gosh, there's something wrong with me or anything of that nature. We don't want people to feel bad for us. So military spouses, I feel probably put on a good front. I know myself included, I can put on a really good front. I am an outgoing, happy, bubbly person anyway, but even if I'm not feeling that on the inside, I can portray that on the outside and I can make everybody believe that everything is just hunky-dory and that life is grand, even if that's not how I feel on the inside. And let me tell you, there has been numerous times recently that that has happened and I open up to certain people about it that I feel comfortable with that I know are not going to judge me and make me feel like less of a person because I have these feelings, but it doesn't make it any easier. And it actually makes me sad to think about the fact that I can only open up. I can, I feel like I can only open up to certain people about it because I feel like that's not how the way the world should work. And that's part of the reason that I'm doing this podcast, because I want other spouses to know if you feel like you have nobody else to open up to reach out to me, reach out to me. I am here for you and I am experiencing these things as well. So what makes it harder for us? Why do I feel like we have these emotions? Well, first of all, we have to deal with our spouse's shitty schedule. And let's be honest. Their schedules are generally crap. It's very rare that they have an eight to five schedule where you know what time they're going in and what time they're coming home. Unfortunately, in the military, that's just, that's not how it works. There are even civilian jobs that are like that, where you don't necessarily know what time your spouse is going into work or what time they're getting off. I understand that's the way of life, but that doesn't mean it makes it any easier. So even if you know roughly that your spouse is going to be home at a certain time each day, that can change from day to day. And it can become really freaking frustrating when your spouse says, hey, babe, I'm going to be home at such and such time. You make plans to take advantage of this time that he's going to be home. And then 30 minutes before you know they should probably be leaving to come home, they message you and say, hey, I got caught up at work. It's going to be late. That is instant frustration, in my opinion. It sucks, plain and simple. So now you've made these plans. And if anybody's kid is like mine, if your kid is involved in these plans and you tell your kid that, hey, we're probably might be going to do X, Y, or Z, they take it as an oath of blood. And now you've committed to this thing that you probably are going to have to follow through with whether your spouse is there or not. So not only are you upset, but then your child is upset. Okay. And then you're having to deal with the emotions of yourself and your child, which in my opinion makes it really hard. And then when they deploy, you have the whole world sitting on your shoulders. You have to take care of the house. You have to take care of your kid. 
you have to make sure that everything at quote unquote home base is still standing whenever your spouse gets back. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't think any spouse ever wants to call home while they're deployed, say, hey, babe, how was your day? And to hear it was really effing shitty and I'm miserable. I've cleaned up puke twice, dog poop once, and the hot water heater went out. But it's great. (laughs) They don't want to hear that. So I know personally, unless things are really, really bad, if I'm going to tell my husband something like that, I try to at least say it in as positive of an attitude as I possibly can. Like, oh, my day was pretty rough, you know, this and this happened. It kind of sucked, but it's okay. Like, I'll be okay. But deep down, that's not exactly how I feel. Deep down and like, I could rip my hair out right now. Oh, and by the way, I just drank an entire bottle of wine so I could keep my sanity. (laughs) That is the true emotions behind being a military spouse. And The one thing that really bothers me and I feel like really holds spouses back from telling people how they truly feel is this little saying, you knew what you were getting into whenever you married them for the love of all that is holy. Please, can you stop saying that to us? Please. Why? Because it drives us nuts. Yes, we knew what we were getting into whenever we married these people. However, we did not fully understand what came with it. What do I mean by that? There is a huge difference between knowing. So I am consciously aware of the fact that I'm marrying somebody in the military. Things might not always be rainbows and unicorns. But then actually understanding it and being in it are two totally separate things. Because when you understand it and you're in it, you realize, oh, crap, (laughs) Maybe this is a little more than what I was expecting, or I had no idea that it was going to be as hard as it is. I had no idea that his schedule would be as terrible as it is. That's the difference between knowing and understanding. So yes, of course, we knew what we were getting into, but we didn't fully understand it. And when you say, well, you knew what you were getting into whenever you married him, that makes us feel like the biggest piece of crap to walk the planet earth because then we feel guilty for feeling the way that we feel, which is terrible. Nobody should ever feel guilty about how they feel. If you don't like the color purple, okay, you don't like the color purple. You shouldn't have to feel guilty about it just because somebody else likes the color purple. So just because you're not over the moon excited about this lifestyle that you're having to live at this particular time as a military spouse doesn't mean you should feel bad about it. You're a human being. You have feelings, you have emotions, and you should be able to discuss those freely. But when someone says, well, you knew what you were getting into whenever you married them, that makes us feel like the tiniest person on the planet earth. And like our feelings are totally invalid. And it's, it's not nice, plain and simple. It's not nice. And that's not what spouses need. Spouses, when they are feeling down and they're feeling upset and they're feeling sad or even anxious or nervous or not happy, they need to feel support. They need to feel love. They need to feel positivity. They need to know that it's only temporary and it's going to get better. Not, well, it's your own fault because you married them. No, 
That's not what we need. That doesn't make us feel any better. And then if you have kids, which I told you guys, I have a child. It is so hard and emotionally draining. First of all, to have to help them process their emotions as a military child. So even if your spouse has is at home and has a... Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Somewhat normal schedule, and you know they're going to be home every night, but you don't know when. It's hard to help your child process their feelings of, well, I know daddy's coming home, but why is he not home now? Why can't daddy just come home like you do? That is so hard to help them process and understand because sometimes they know their parent is coming home at night and then they don't get to see them before they go to bed because they get home so late and then they have to turn around and leave so early that they don't get to see them in the morning either and they don't understand that and that is such a hard thing to help them process and then you tie in deployment on top of that. I know that my, my parent is coming back. I know these people keep telling me it's X amount of months, but why aren't they back yet? How come I can hear them on the phone, but I can't see them? How come I can see them on the phone, but they're not here? Why is it nighttime there when it's daytime here? It is so much as adults to process that it's even harder, I feel like, to help a child process that. Because we can understand logic. We can understand reason. We understand what they're doing and why they have to do it. But generally, our kids don't. They just know mommy or daddy has to go away for a long time and eventually they'll be back. But they still have all of these emotions. They still have anxiety. They still have sadness. They have good and bad days just like adults. Sometimes even worse. And then... As an adult, when you're a military spouse and you have a child and you start to understand and comprehend the impact that your lifestyle is going to have on your child, it is so freaking hard not to sit there and wonder how much you are messing up your child by living this lifestyle. And let me repeat that. How much, not even am I, as a parent and a military spouse, you wonder how much damage am I doing to my child by living this lifestyle? That is such a heavy, heavy feeling to carry. And if you have kids young in your spouse's career or your career, Your kids are going to be experiencing this for a good portion of their life. By the time my husband retires, our daughter will be approaching high school. Do you know what that means? Chances are we're not going to retire 
wherever or settle down wherever he retires, which means that we're going to be moving right before our daughter goes into high school. As a female, I know what it's like to be in high school with other females. And the high school experience I had, I I had gone to school with every single person in that high school, probably from the time that we were in pre-K all the way until the time that we graduated. And I still struggled. I still had a hard time fitting in and feeling like I belonged there. So I can't imagine what it would be like to move to another school right before high school starts, not basically not knowing anybody, I'm sure, and then having to go through high school. Like I said, I feel like high school is hard enough, and then you have this added factor on top of it. It is so hard as a parent not to feel like, what the hell am I doing? What were we thinking? Why did we decide to have kids? We love our daughter. I would not trade her for the world most days. <laughs> um, but in all seriousness, I would not trade her for the world. But I can't sit, I can't help but sit here and think like, what, what were we thinking? Why? Why? Why did we ever think that it was going to be rainbows and unicorns and that everything was just going to magically work out? I mean, there's a probability that my husband and I are going to have to move before next school year. So she's going to have one year of kindergarten where she makes friends that she's going to have to be taken away from and she's going to move to somewhere else and she's going to have to make new friends where eventually she's going to be taken away from. Do you see the cycle? It's hard enough to make friends as a military family. And then going through this time in life where... You're trying to find yourself, you're trying to fit in, you're trying to find out who you like, who you don't like, and then constantly every couple, two to three years, being moved around. As a kid, I can imagine that's probably going to be pretty hard to process. Yes, I know kids are resilient and they do better than adults tend to think that they will, but as a parent, it's really, really hard not to question, why did I do this? How much damage am I causing? And is is my kid or my children or my, is my child or my children going to turn out to be okay? Or is all of this going to have a long-term lasting effect? And that's the truth of it. And that is part of the reason that I wanted to do this podcast. Because these emotions that we feel, I, like I said, I don't feel like they're talked about enough. And when they are talked about, I feel like people are constantly putting spouses down for it. And it kills me because a lot of us put on happy faces. And I feel like if we're going through some stuff, chances are you're not going to know because we're not just going to come out and open up to you guys and be like, oh, hey, by the way, um, today was a really crappy day. I just want to go soak in the bathtub. I don't want to cook dinner and it sucks. Usually we're not going to do that. We're probably going to say, yeah, it's great. It's good. You know, it's fabulous. Unless we have people that we feel like we can truly open up to. And even then, sometimes we don't even want to open up because we don't want to complain about our lives. We're thankful for our lives. We're thankful for the work that our spouses do. And... 
we're appreciative for the, for the life that we have, but it doesn't mean it can't suck and that it doesn't suck because it does. It is, I, I'm telling you, it's not all rainbows and unicorns. And I wish someone would have told me that prior to all of this. Not that it would have changed my mind at all, because when I have my mind made up on something, I'm going to follow through with it. But I think I went in with blinders on. I think I was very naive about the situation and what truly would come with being a military spouse. And that's another reason that I wanted to do this episode, because if there are any significant others or girlfriends, boyfriends, whatever out there listening to this podcast that has not yet gotten to this point in your relationship of feeling these emotions of military life in itself, I'm here to tell you it's going to happen. And the best thing that you can do is talk about it. I know I'm, I am the worst. I just told you guys, I don't talk about it a lot. I don't talk about it a lot because I don't want people feeling bad for me. I don't talk about it a lot because I don't want people thinking I'm like this horrible, depressed, awful person that just hates life because that's not what it is. But it doesn't mean that I don't have bad days because I do. I do. I have bad days. My husband has bad days. My kid has bad days. We're all human beings. And as military spouses, I feel like we need to remember that. We need to remember that. Before being a wife, before being a mother, before being a military spouse, first and foremost, we're human beings and we have to acknowledge that and we have to allow ourselves to feel these feelings and to go through the motions and go through the emotions as well to help us get past whatever crappy point is happening in our lives. And maybe it's not always military related. Maybe it's your personal life. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's, you know, your kids struggling in school, whatever the situation is. Again, you're a human being and you need to process these emotions. You need to open up about it and you need to talk about it because if not, you're going to keep burying it. And what's going to happen is it's going to build up. It's going to build up. It's going to build up. And then boom, you're going to explode over the smallest thing. Why do I say that? Because I do that. I've done that. I just let it pile on. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And then the next thing you know, hey, um, the sky is blue. Boom. I'm freaking out that someone told me the sky was blue because they told me the sky was blue. And <laughs> it's not that the sky's not blue. We all know that it is. But it was just that one little thing that triggered me to explode. And generally when we explode, we explode on the people that are closest to us. And it's not a good thing to do. So the bottom line is that I want you guys to know that it's okay to be human beings. It's okay to feel the way that you feel. It's okay to vent and frustrate about how terrible the military doctors can be or how awful TRICARE referral process can be or how terrible this deployment is or how sad you are that your spouse is deployed. Because let me tell you guys, I feel all of those things And I know that you guys do too. And the thing that I have found that helps the most is talking about it, is expressing the way that I feel and knowing that it's okay. Whether somebody else says it's okay or not, you need to know deep down that it is okay. And if you just need to vent to your dog, they are some of the best listeners, A, because they can't talk back and B, because they can't share your secrets. So talk to your dog. 
I talk to my dogs quite frequently. They probably think I'm crazy. And if they could tell some of the things that I've told them, they, they would have a lot of good stories. So like I said, I want you guys to know that you're not alone. And I want you guys to know that these emotions that you're feeling and these, you know, thoughts and all of these things that you're processing, they're normal and you need to process them in order to get past whatever stage in your life that is causing you these emotions and these hard feelings or whatever the situation is. I hope that you guys have an amazing, amazing day. I want to thank you all for being here and joining me for this podcast. Like I said, it's something that has been weighing heavily on me that I decided, hey, I need to talk about this. So I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope that you guys can relate to it as much as I feel like you guys can. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it.